Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Your host, Gene Hodge, is a training consultant, author, motivational speaker, and owner of HodgePodge Training, the workforce optimizing training company. Gene brings over 20 years of experience and innovation in information systems, training, and management earned at Cigna Corporation, the Federal Reserve Bank of Boston, and Pitney Bowes World Headquarters. He has taught computer and information technology courses at several universities. He has also presented career transition workshops and job counseling for outplacement companies such as Wright Management Associates, Lee Hecht Harrison, Drake Beam Morin, and Pinellas Technical Education Centers. Gene earned an associate's degree in data processing from Springfield Technical Institute, a bachelor's degree in computer science from the University of Massachusetts, a master's in education from Cambridge College, a teacher certificate from Westfield State College, and is certified to teach in Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Florida. With HodgePodge Training, Gene uses a revolutionary training program process that packages each individual's unique hodgepodge of skills, abilities, experience, and passion together with computer technology to satisfy individual job compatibility and employer productivity needs. With Gene's process, thousands of individuals have gained enjoyable employment at competitive wages. For more information, call 1-888-293-4802 or send an email to theopportunityhour at gmail.com. Studio lines are open at 1-866-826-1340. And now, here's your host, Gene. Good evening. Welcome to the Employment Opportunity Hour. Yes, the world is going to work based on you and me making it work, and we've got to work together to do it. The world's not going to get any better. The country's not going to get any better unless we work together, you and I. This is the Employment Opportunity Hour, the place where we try to help you find something enjoyable centered around employment instead of a job. And for you entrepreneurs out there, because we know you're going to help build or rebuild this country, we want to help you to expose your business so that we can help you to grow your business as well. Anything that's got to do with building a workforce, that's what I'm all about, Gene Hodge. And so that's what we are here for. And so any questions that you might have centered around jobs, interviewing, resumes, anything like that, that you think I can help you, of course I think I'm one of the experts, but if you think I can help you, you're welcome to call the show. That number is 727-441-3000, 727-441-3000. Or you can always send me an email and send that email to the opportunityhour at gmail.com. That's the opportunityhour at gmail.com. And I will always respond to you, but I'm going to be offering, going to be offering a few other things tonight. One of the things I'm going to talk about tonight are some of the questions centered around interviewing. So if you have any interviewing questions or if you're stunned or shy or you're scared and you're not sure how to answer an interview question, feel free to call the show and ask me the question and I will give you my two cents worth of a response. And the difference is that I know it will help you. Anyway, right now we are live on the Internet You could actually go out to our podcast site. Just go to WTAN 
right now you could actually see a picture of me doing the show. We're live on the internet and the show is being taped. It's also going to be live on the internet as well and YouTube. But anyway, if you go to the show uh, right now, they got a picture of me on the site and they got a picture of my most recent book. It's called Resume What's Its Purpose? We're just getting ready to hit the market big time very, very soon. And uh, it's available right now, but we're going to start pushing it in another couple of weeks or so. But uh, it has something up there, and I'm I'm happy that the station wants to help promote me and the book. And so you're welcome to go look at it. It's called Resume, What's Its Purpose? If you see the show on the desk here in the studio, I have my second book, which is called Cover Letter, What's Its Purpose? which is getting ready to be released. And once that happens, then we're going to be pushing those. And I got about 12 more coming anyway. So that's what we are doing. And that's what the show is for. My trusty engineer, Cedric is with me tonight. He's the guy that makes the show work. He, he puts in all the commercials and things from sponsors and anything else that he wants to put in. But Cedric, how you doing this evening? I'm doing all right. Doing all right. <laughs> okay, good. Anyway, he has something because we have a purpose for the show, and I want you to hear that purpose. We we sort of recorded it, and so Cedric, could you could you run that little clip on the purpose of the show? The purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, it's to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, The number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do. And what you're looking for is that we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. That's what it is that we do. I just want to clarify something. We are offering two shows. One's called the Employment Opportunity Hour for Job Seekers, and the other is called the Entrepreneur Opportunity Hour for entrepreneurs that want to start their business so we can help to promote you faster. That's what we're here for. Both shows provide tips on how to do that with various guests. We are in the process of going to an hour on each show instead of, of doing the employment opportunity hour a couple of weeks in the month and the entrepreneur opportunity hour a couple of weeks in the month. We're going to two separate shows very soon with your sponsorship. We can help make that work. And I want your sponsorship because I want to go to two hours and I may want to go two or three days a week with your help. We can make that happen. If you like what I'm saying and go spread the word so that I can get there sooner. Anyway, some things I want to talk about. Uh, I'm not going to talk about a lot of the stuff that's in the news because you already heard the news. 
And one thing about news is that people will say news over and over again, so I'm not going to repeat anything you've heard all day and all night uh, because, you know, that's not what this show is about. This show is about you job seekers out there who are looking to get back and help rebuild this economy. And so the first thing I'm going to talk about, right here in the Tampa Bay area, uh, most recently Amazon is moving to the Tampa Bay area. But I'm going to say for all of you job seekers out there, if you really think the economy is improving, uh, it is really not improving. I've said this on previous shows. The economy is recovering. And the reason it's recovering because we've laid off over 5 million people over the last three or four years. And some of you got three or four years older waiting for the administration to find a job for you. And you've gotten older. And uh, it's 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 really it's really recovering. And the reason it's recovering is because all the people who've got laid off must be hired back. And after they're hired back, then the economy will be improving. But right now it's recovering. So the first thing I'm going to say is don't listen to anything you hear from the media because they'll have your head spinning. One day it's this and sometimes it's. In two hours, they'll change their mind in terms of what they're telling you. So if you want to find out for yourself, ask around. Go where you want to go. Ask if 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 they're hiring. And my suggestion is don't ask anybody if they're hiring. Always tell people what you want to do so they can open doors for you to do that. It's especially prev- It's especially prevalent in today's time because as we rebuild this economy, All of the jobs have changed. I'm going to use the word all. It's a powerful word. All of the jobs have changed, meaning that the jobs have been redesigned. If they've been redesigned, then they have new titles because they have additional technology. They have more responsibilities. And so any of you looking for the same job, I'm going to just say right now, forget it. And since you don't know what the job title is, always tell people what you want to do because they keep asking you anyway. Tell them what you want to do so they can identify the titles for you. You can't. And the reason you can't is because you have no idea what's in your future. You only know what's in your past. And so you looking for what you think you want. It just may not be there because the title's been changed. So I want you to start telling people what you want to do and tell as many people as you can because jobs are being created or redesigned or restructured. And they're going to have different titles. And so I want you to take advantage of that, but I also want you to do something that you want to do because when you're doing what you want to do, you're naturally more productive. And so that's what I want you to do. So, so, but don't spend any time listening to the media. Don't spend any time listening to this administration in terms of what they're telling you, who said what. Don't spend any time thinking that the Republicans are any different than the Democrats. They all put on their clothes the same way. They go to the bathroom just like you and I. They look just like you and I. And you can't look at one and say which one they are. And so don't put any faith on what you're hearing because by now you should know something's missing, whether they're lies or whether it's true. Something's missing because in many cases it has not helped you. So my concern is helping you get where you want to go And the best way to do it is to get out there and start talking to people. Anyway, so that's what I want to say is that 
is stop listening to the media. Now, here's an example. We're broadcasting out of the greater Tampa Bay area right now. Amazon, the book company, is moving to Florida. If you go out on the Internet and you type in, like, jobs in Florida or type in Amazon, they'll say they're moving 3,000 jobs to Florida, which is which may be true. But in the fine print, it says they're moving... They're moving 1,000 jobs into the Hillsborough County area, which is where Tampa is. So automatically, we're missing 2,000 jobs. But if you just read a little bit further or just type in layoffs in Tampa, you'll find out that there's a company called Express Scripts. They're getting ready to lay off 400 people right here in Tampa. So it's important to understand when I mentioned that the economy is recovering, it's not growing, is because if Amazon laid off 3,000 people somewhere, wherever they came from, and there's 3,000 people out of work. All they did was move jobs here, and we're going to hire 3,000 people. But it, it kind of like balances out. You need to become aware of that so you're not looking for something that doesn't exist. You need to be aware of layoffs going on right in your neighborhood, in your backyard, because something is affecting that. And layoffs aren't bad because layoffs force you to go do something different. I'm in favor of layoffs. Layoffs is when you have an opportunity to go what you want to do. Now, if you don't believe me, I'm going to put a plug in myself. Go out on the Internet and type in layoffs articles. Because I have an article out there that's called Layoffs Great Opportunity. And so the layoffs are when you have an opportunity to do what you want to do because people keep asking you what you want to do. You have an opportunity to go do it. Now, all you people that are afraid of layoffs, go pick up the newspaper again and go look out on the Internet. You'll find all of the top 500, com- top 500 companies almost. They all made more money last year. And the reason they did because they had fewer people. And when people get scared, people will do more than what they normally would do. Here's the problem, though. If you didn't get laid off and you survived, in addition to the stress, you got to do more work. You got to do the other person's job, too. And the company didn't give you double money. All they gave you were more responsibilities, which means most likely the title had to change. So you got a chance to understand you got more inside of you to do. Problem is, you didn't get paid for it. So so it's okay as long as you weren't stressed out. But for all of you, those who got stressed out from being laid off, that's the opportune time to go create the job you want because they're looking for people to fill those new jobs. Maybe the problem is in looking backwards, of which there's no jobs. Instead of looking forward into jobs that are being created. Anyway. That's enough for me right now. This is Gene Hodge. We got a few sponsors. And so if you have any questions right now, although I'm going to be talking about interviewing when we come back from the break. But anyway, this is uh, Gene Hodge. You're going to be going to take a short break. We're going to be back in a couple of minutes. This is Gene Hodge with the Employment Opportunity Hour. If you want to give us a call, 727-441-3000. And we'll be right back. The 
purpose of the show is to help you out there who are looking for a job to find something that you enjoy doing instead of a job, meaning just over broke. But also to help you entrepreneurs that are out there who have businesses, you got products, ideas, is to help you to improve this economy by putting you into action as well. We can help you there. So that's what we're here for. If you choose to call the show, you're more than welcome to call the show. Uh, the number is 727-441-3000. However, if you're unemployed or you're looking for a job, I will give you 30 seconds. You're more than welcome to call the show. Tell us who you are, what you do, and what you're looking for so we can help you. If you are an entrepreneur or a a type of company that's looking to add people on, your network marketing company or internet marketing company, you're looking to add good people to your team, you're welcome to call the show as well. The number is 727-441-3000. I will give you the same 30 seconds. Tell us who you are, what you're looking for, and your contact information so we can help you get what you need and improve this economy as well. Parents, educators, and teachers, have you heard of the Thinking Academy? Are you interested in helping your children or students become better critical thinkers? Do you want a guaranteed solution to real educational reform? If so, get the new book called The Thinking Academy, authored by Professor David Martin and Irv Schein. This informative book describes real educational reform, how any school may become a thinking academy, how thinking strategies relate to Common Core in the curriculum, how teachers and parents can be trained, and much more. Would you like to have a school where thinking processes are behind the basics of all subject areas? To purchase the book or get answers to your questions, just contact Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at C-S. Dot com. That's Irv Shine at 786-457-1755 or email ishine123 at cs.com. That's I-S-C-H-E-I-N-123 at cs.com. I don't know how I know, but I'm gonna find my purpose. I don't know where I'm gonna look, but I'm gonna find my purpose. Gotta find out, don't wanna wait Got to make sure that my life will be great Gotta find my purpose before it's too late That's why we're here with Gene Hodge the Employment Opportunity Hour Helping you find that ideal or dream job Because you all have something unique within you You have a purpose Finding it is where many of you fall short we're here to help you to find that purpose so you can do the type of work that you want to do and somebody will pay you. That's why we're the only show that represents all the individuals that make up the workforce because that's what we do. That main, We make up the workforce in many ways that mainstream media doesn't talk about. That means we represent anybody that does anything in this country, which means we want to we want you to know that we recognize you. That's the entrepreneurs, the professionals, the teens, the school dropouts, the minorities, the veterans, the ex-offenders, the people over 55, the disabled. We want you to know we know you exist and make this country work. That's why we call it the Employment Opportunity Hour, so that none of you get left out. Because if we're not careful, we're on our way to excluding everybody i'm not sure who's gonna be left but the machines anyway i think we got a couple callers on the line i don't want yeah we got a couple callers stacking up here uh we have uh up first we have ron in ruskin hello ron 
Yes, good, good, good evening, Mr. Hodge. How are you? I'm uh, over here visiting a relative in uh, Clearwater, and uh, he's looking. He, he's been looking for a job. He, he collects uh, Social Security, and he's a he's a nice guy. He's a pretty big fellow, like a wrestler guy, and he he does he does drive. So he could do like a chauffeur's job where the people want somebody to come and take them to the airport. I think he can do that where he where he goes to their place to pick up their car, drive them to the airport, bring their car back to their to their to their place, drop it off there, and then when it's time to pick it up, go drive his car back to that to where they live, pick up their car, and go pick them up. I think I think he can do that. Is that he's allowed to do that under a uh, under a chauffeur's license, I believe. Okay, what does he want to do? That's what he, that's what he he collects Social Security. Mm-hmm. He, did, he didn't want to go on the air, but he collects Social Security, and uh, he he does uh, he's a, he's a chauffeur. So he was wanting to know if anybody out there looking to hire a personal chauffeur. Oh, could I give, okay. Could I, give, could I give the telephone number out? He's uh, 57 years of age. Uh, does he have email? Uh, no no email. I would prefer that, that he call the show and get the information instead of giving out his number because uh, you never know who might call. This is, this is my number, so that's okay. Okay, it's up to you. All right, that's, uh, his name is... Uh, his name is Mr. 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 Riley. Mr. Riley. 727-485-4982. He's on Social Security and uh, needing to make some uh, extra income as a personal chauffeur. So if you'd like to hire hire him, you know, built like a wrestler guy, 727-485-4982. Thank you, Gene Hodge. Okay, well, thank you for calling the show. You hear it. Somebody's looking to drive people, and he's a chauffeur. I'm going to assume he's got a license. I believe. I guess he got because he's gone. But it's, but if you're looking for a chauffeur, someone to drive your car as well as theirs, or to drive and pick up, uh, we have someone looking to do that, and that person is over 55, over 65, and looking to do something. I want them to do what they want to do versus just doing something. But if but if you know of anyone out there that can use someone to take them back and forth to the airport, then call the station. We'll give you that number again or just listen to the replay on our podcast site and get the number uh, from Mr. Riley. Anyway, but thank you very much, Mr. Riley, or for calling in. Or okay. Friend. And uh, we have we, we lost line three. Line three dropped. Please call back. Uh, line four, we have uh, Pete on the line. Hello, Pete. Hey, how you doing? Uh, your last caller, give him a tip. Just take a piece of paper with the phone number on and any retirement community, put that up in their restaurant area, whatever. There'll be plenty of people giving them a call for that uh, uh, chauffeuring back and forth to the airport or doctor's appointments. Excellent idea. Excellent idea. That's That's, hey, I, that's very thoughtful, yeah. Yeah, because it also saves you so much money on overnight parking at the airport. What's it, fifteen, eighteen dollars a day? Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll be calling them nonstop. Once he gets one, he'll get ten. Wow. Uh, um, what I wanted to tell you is, I, I noticed that I think it was yesterday that all the senators voted against raising the minimum wage. Mm-hmm. They happen to be millionaires that are put in office and financially by billionaires. Mm-hmm. And what? 
everybody's up against is these trade agreements. And this is by design. Okay. All the manufacturing jobs are going over to, if you go to Mexico for NAFTA, they pay a dollar an hour for labor at a Ford or GM plant. Mm-hmm. The workers come in from the slums on buses. They go into a parking lot that's similar to a U.S., only they can't afford cars. They cater in their lunches. They give them uniforms, and they work at a dollar an hour. Mm-hmm. Is there any reason why people are coming across the border? That's a, that's a trade agreement. Now, if they get too greedy, the Americans can move the jobs over to Bangladesh, where they pay 37 cents an hour, mm-hmm. Vietnam, where it's 44 cents an hour, or China, where it's about 44, 45 cents an hour. That's who the American workforce, every kid who graduates from high school in the last 20 or 30 years, that's what you're competing against. And the politicians, by removing tariffs, did that to them. Mm-hmm. When do you think they're going to understand this? Well, oh, you want my opinion? Yeah. They already understand it. I, I don't think so because the that's number one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just I don't, think they, I don't think they understand. It. I don't think they're told that they understand that. <laughs> but I mean, that's what they're going against. Think about this. So now these major U.S. corporations that have all the the military might, the legal, the patent restrictions, the trademark restrictions. They've got all the protections of the U.S., mm-hmm. but they take those products from child and slave labor in Bangladesh, they bring it over to our shores with little or no, no tariffs at all on it, they make these giant profits, but yet the profits are over in the Cayman Islands that they don't pay any taxes on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and you wonder why it's so hard for people to survive whether you're in the Florida economy, whether you're in anywhere in the United States. And then you got the college-educated kids who may be forty to $60,000 in debt okay. competing mm-hmm. against Asian workers. And there's nothing wrong with the Asian workers they, or Indian workers who go on H-1B visas who mm-hmm. have their government pay for their education. So there's no student debt. Now they're competing against American workers over here, and basically it's a three- to five-year H-1B visa, and then they're mm-hmm. stuck for those five years so they can't negotiate or go anywhere else for a job. This is like a modern-day slavery for wages. Well, uh, well, Pete, do you have a a question for me, though? Or well, my, my big question a is... A suggestion? And, and I understand, you know, just listening to you, people looking for work. I just wish you could get somebody locally, some of these politicians, and ask them about this. Why are you pitting American workers against slave labor? Why don't you bring back tariffs? Well, I'm going to just give you my opinion on that, because I just got, I just came out of a conversation with somebody about that a long time ago. Uh, I don't have a problem with sending all the jobs overseas or anyplace else. Really? No, no, because, because they know what they're doing, but... My reason is because the, <laughs> it, it, my reason is because the Earth's not going anywhere. Humans are problem solvers, and humans create things that solve problems. So, so we can come up with other solutions in order to create things that need to be made or produced, because that's what we're going to do anyway. 
we're of uh, the, the the manufacturing that we're familiar with that we've kind of grown up with it's being shipped all all all, all What's being shipped all around the world, but they know they're doing it. But well, we have right. enough minds in this country to create new solutions. So all of this technology well, is creating new solutions. The minds That's, that were creating yeah. the new solutions, though, would you agree with me? Before the NAFTA and that, at least you had an industrial base in this country. Before you had free trade, you had protectionism. Mm-hmm. Then you had a middle class. Then you had value in your citizens. Then an 18-year-old, if he had to move out of the house and was ready for college or not college, could afford to get a job, to get a job that would pay him a livable wage. He could get an apartment. He could even save money for a house. He could actually buy a car, maybe a used car. Now that Mm -hmm. you have free trade and you pit this individual against slaves, the multinational corporations get that spread. Now the individual mm-hmm. has to go, let's say he gets his Burger King job. There are mm-hmm. people that are working at Burger King for six or seven years. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because there's no, there's no incentive to develop a workforce in the United States, unless you're talking about the prison industrial complex. Then, you well, can, you know, then there's plenty of jobs in the private prisons. Well, Pete, I would like to talk to you more, but... Their jobs, you're, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say you're 100% correct in terms of looking at the picture. But as a species of people, we're evolving. That, that's why we've come through the industrial age. We were in what was called the information age or the computer age. And now, if you listen to my show, I said, I said we're in the performance age and nobody knows it. Because all this technology it's nothing but information that, that it gives you. It has nothing to do with functioning, of which all jobs are centered around functioning. So we're, we're in the performance age is where you take the information and you go do something with it. Hey, but we're not aware of that. In 15 years, your performance age, you're mm-hmm. not going to need people. You've got robotics and that. What are these people going to do 15 or 20 years? You've seen all the cell phones develop. We're going to create more machines. No, you're gonna keep. You're gonna create more prisoners because there's no jobs. Who's gonna? The, the Asians will be building <laughs> the machines. The Asians will be building the machines. I think you just said it. See, see, see. I think you just said it. Or the Asian slaves will be building the machines. Let me be more specific. And the oligarchs will make all the money. And then you'll have your police force here to crack the heads. Okay, so maybe the plan is to get all of the thinkers out of the way and let the machines control them. We're evo- we're evolving to that right now, and so oh, yeah. so so it's not by accident. It's it's hey. something that that is designed. But I'm just saying we are creating more jobs. We have to create this stuff. We're coming up with new solutions, and it's humans that are doing it. It's it's humans that are doing it. It just depends on how you're looking at it. Yeah, but the number one solution in corporate America is either offshore it or get it done for, through automation and through technology to do it without people. That's right. the number one thing. They're doing a great job. Right. Humans are making those decisions. So, so, well, so, so if we're not... Greed is making those decisions. Greed is what's carrying everybody. Well, humans are... I'm just going to say humans do it. It's in our blood. Uh, it's greed. Greed's the one that set up the playing field. Greed is what yeah. set up the playing field to have American workers 
compete against uh, child and slave labor with no tariffs. That was greed. That's the bottom line. That's why we've got all these billionaires but, and all this object poverty here, and it's growing. I'm kind of, my belief is, is when you can face the problem, you can resolve the problem. I got you, man. Hey, you're doing great work, but take care. Okay, Pete. Thanks a lot. Okay, are we back now? We're back. Okay. As you, as you see, we, we can try to help you out there to find something you enjoy doing. If you're being forced into what Pete was just saying, all the slave labor, why wouldn't you find something that you enjoy doing because you do what you enjoy doing anyway? The only difference is you have not found a way to put it into a job. That's where all the rest of us come in at. That's where we come in because we know the job titles and you don't. If you listen to my show, I give out a formula. Actually, it's going to come up pretty soon in the commercial. I give you a formula as I have to go find it, that ideal job, because we're evolving as a species of people. The world is changing and we're changing. Many of us want to keep things the same because that's all we know. Unfortunately, it's the truth. It's all we know. But in order for us to evolve, grow, to survive the species, we must keep creating, and all of the ideas and solutions are going to come from people just like you. I'm just trying to get you to enjoy this one life you do have, create something, contribute something, leave something behind that made this world a better place. Somebody's doing all these things, and you and I are too little to think that we can control it. It's important to understand we do have a role here, and part of our role is to try to live this life out, enjoy it, and die. And so so I want you to go do something that you enjoy doing. I can guarantee you there are people out there looking for you, especially with this global economy. We're looking for people with new ideas and new thoughts, and that's what I'm trying to promote you to go do. Anyway, this is Gene Hodge. It's time that we go for a little break. Mm-hmm. And if you choose to give us a call, give us a call at 727-441-3000. And I'll be more than happy to listen to what you have to say and put your contributions out over the airways as well. And, and if you want my opinion, I'll give you that too. And we got a special request from a listener for a go-out-to-break with Diana Ross. Oh. So we'll give them okay. a little Diana Ross. They're, they're in the disco mood. That's good. Come on out. was also a request. Hi, this is Gene Hodge. Have you heard of our spring promotion? You can advertise your product, service, or business to over 3 million people in the greater Tampa Bay market at such low rates we cannot mention them on the air. However, to give you a hint, you'll be able to advertise your business 10 to 28 times per week, as well as list your ad on our podcast site and your company logo and link to your website. If you're interested in this opportunity, you must send an email to the opportunityhour at gmail.com. That's the opportunityhour at gmail.com. Or call the show, 727-441-3000. We hope that we can increase your visibility, sales, and profits, and we'll look forward to hearing from you. Our promotion ends May 30th. For you job seekers, I'm going to give you a quick formula. And here's the formula. Write down three to five things that you are good at doing. 
Next thing is to write down three to five things that you are good at doing that you've gotten from the workplace or from your past jobs. And the third thing is to write down three to five things you enjoy doing. Once you have that list of things from 9 to 15, I want you to look down that list. Circle the top three that interest you the most right now because it's what you think of you. And I want you to go out to the Internet for all you computer-savvy people. Go to any job search site like CareerBuilder, Monster.com, Indeed.com, USA Jobs. And go to the box instead of looking for a job or job title. I want you to go to that box that says Keywords. And I want you to type in only what you circled and press the enter key. And well, you'll be surprised at the number of job titles that will pop up of people looking for you. And we've started the first step of that. I've just created an ebook. It's called Resume. What's its purpose? It's out on Amazon.com. You can purchase this book. It'll give you all of the reasons for what should be in a resume and why. It's a book designed for those who must write resumes, those who must read resumes, and those who teach it. Because it's important to know what should be on that piece of paper and why. You can find this out on Amazon.com. It's Resumes, What's Its Purpose? It's designed to help you package yourself on paper so people know who you are doing exactly what you enjoy doing. Would you turn it up a little bit? Because I get kind of carried away every time I hear that. Because somebody was telling people to wake up. That's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Somebody woke me up. Now I want you to wake up. Yeah. All you politicians right now need to wake up. Stop lying. Stop lying. A whole bunch of you out there is telling something. It's all probably lies. Harold knew that. You probably know it too, but you won't say it. Hey. <laughs> anyway, some yeah. brothers out there are still lying. Wake up out there and realize what's going on in this world of yours, in this economy. You just had somebody talking about the jobs and the jobs transferring overseas, and the earth's not going anywhere. We're going to create more jobs in this country. It just depends on how you look at it, because we're evolving. We're evolving as a species of people. We're just going to create more jobs. You want to be on the side of the creation instead of the, uh, on the side of watching the jobs disappear. And so, so your ideas count. That's why I come. Everybody's always asking you, what do you want to do? All you need to do is tell them and see what happens. I told somebody one day, I got this program that I designed. If you go out on my website, hodgepodgetraining.com, that I believe takes the unique skill set that only you have based on what interests you, motivate you, that we could put everybody to work doing what they have in terms of their God-given strengths, talents, and abilities, put them in the jobs where they'll be more productive. And I said, I would like to do this somewhere and reach a large audience and I like to do it all over the country. And as I'm sitting here talking to you right now, we're sitting on the opportunity of going global with this. So all you've got to do is tell people what you want to do. Let them open doors for you and let the universe open the doors for you. And whatever your religious belief is, let that open the doors for you. But help solve a problem. Anyway, so we're evolving. I mentioned at the start of the show, I want to just mention something about interviewing because there's a lot of job fairs that are coming up. And the reason being is because all of the politicians, which have no clue what a job is in many cases, they keep talking about jobs, 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 jobs. It's all over the news. You 
need to go to all of them. And if you all did it together, they might catch on because you need to go to them and ask what types of jobs are they talking about? You need to know what types of jobs are they jobs that are just for teenagers that are paying minimum wage for the entry level workers? Are they jobs for professionals that require specialized degrees and credentials? Are they jobs for the experienced worker who just got laid off that understands the workplace? Are they jobs for ex-offenders? Are they jobs that are paying professionals that are paying high salaries? You need to ask these questions because they will keep talking about jobs and they're 100% correct. They just don't know which ones they're talking about and you don't know how it fits you. And the only one you should be concerned about is how do any of these jobs fit you? And so you need to ask them what types of jobs. Now, given they're saying jobs, 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 there's a lot of job fairs that are popping up all over the place. And I want to know from you, I think if you go out and you type in job fairs in your particular city, you may even find some people to have on their site. They'll say stuff like, we got 100 positions open. And you need to ask yourself where and who, especially because if your city's laying off people, where and where are these jobs? You go to a job fair and they got a bunch of schools there. What does that got to do with a job? They're trying to get you into a program because the government is somebody's giving them some money. It has nothing to do with you getting a job. Some of them even have all these health agencies there. And they'll call it a job fair. So I'd like to know if you've gone to a job fair where you've seen even 10 jobs available by employers that are offering them. If so, I'd like to have you call because we need to hear the truth of where the jobs are. I went on one side and it said bring 20 resumes. Uh, I don't know of anybody, and I talked to a lot of people where they've gone to a job fair and they'll be lucky if they had 10 employers there. So you need to help these people to do their jobs because they're trying to get you involved in something. But you need to help them by saying, do you have jobs? What types of jobs? And I'm going to suggest there's nothing wrong with not having jobs. Your job should be to go to every job fair you can. Not looking for a job. Go meet the employer representatives. And I'm going to call them representatives because in my philosophy, the way we do it, there's no such thing as an employer unless you own the company. Everybody else represents the employer. And so you need to know the difference between the employer and the employer representative. You need to go there, meet the people, because they're going to ask you that same question. Who are you? What do you do? What do you want to do? The purpose is to do networking so they might remember you as jobs evolve. The purpose is so that you have a contact to send an email to or call up and say, can we meet? So you can get to know them and what's going on in their companies. Don't go there expecting a job. Go there to meet people. Go there to find out what companies are in your area. Go to find out who the owners might be so you know the difference between what the employer wants and what the employer rep wants. Because I know as an employer rep, I want the best for my company. Sometimes I'll do things that are unethical trying to make that happen. Sometimes I'll discriminate against people because I think I'm doing the best for my company. You need to know the difference 
And so I suggest you go, you go to as many job fairs as you can. Don't go there looking for a job. Go there to meet people who are there and go there to, so that they can meet you and see you because it's all going to come down to when they see you anyway. So why not go see them first? This way, at least they know you have the incentive to show up because you want something instead of them having a hard time trying to find you. You are unique. There's nobody else like you. The worst thing you can do is let somebody put you in the bucket with everybody else and you think you don't count because I can tell you you do. You just don't know what place to go where somebody's looking for you. I can guarantee you it's out there. Anyway, but but uh, just in case you meet somebody, I mentioned a couple of things. I just want to mention what an interview is, first of all. An interview is not what many of you think it is. My definition of an interview, anytime somebody is asking you questions about you, you're being interviewed. It has nothing to do with a job. If you are of some age, all of your friends that you have become friends with is because you interviewed them and decided that they were the type of people you wanted to hang around and they decided they want to hang around with you. All of your girlfriends or boyfriends that you've met, you interviewed them before you went any further in the relationship. All of you people who've gotten married and so on. You all went through interviews in order to link up with someone else. So anytime somebody's asking you questions about you, you're being interviewed. Once you understand that, you'll know how to talk to another human and ask them questions about their background just like they're asking you questions because you don't know what they've been through and they don't know what you've been through until you ask the question. And so so understanding what an interview is is when you start asking questions about them. And if you're networking, the name of the game is who knows who that knows who that knows who. You want to tell people who you are and what you've been through so now that they know who's standing in front of them, they can see you. They can see your age. I did a workshop just the other day here here in the Tampa Bay area, and I had said, imagine all these people who tell you, uh, go back 10 years on your resume, only put that down, and you show up at 40, 50 years old. Don't you think they're going to wonder what's been going on and you left out all the others except the last 10 years? Don't you think they're going to see you when you show up? You know, so people just say things. And some of you people just follow without ever questioning. Well, what happens when I show up? You can't see a person's color on a piece of paper. You can't see their religion on a piece of paper. You can't see a Democrat or Republican just by looking at them. You know, and so so you people out there need to get in front of people so they can see who you are and hear who you are, and you need to get in front of them so you can ask them who they are and figure out whether you want to deal with them as well. In some cases, you if you're if you're an experienced worker, you know how to go around those 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 people who think you can't go around. If you're single, if you're a, a senior level person, I know that the only reason you're going to a job fair is to meet people. You're not going there looking for a senior level job. All that's all those jobs have gotten through networking. And so it's important to go to job fairs. Go there for your reason, to meet people, to tell people who you are. Just don't go there looking for a job. 
And even if you do, the question is whether the job is something that you fit into. Does it pay enough money? Does it have enough responsibility? You know, and so jobs is fine, but that's what all the politicians are saying. Jobs, 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 jobs. You need to find out which ones fit you. And for some of you, you've been waiting four or five years. You haven't found what fits you yet. Some of you trying to get jobs you got five or ten years ago, and you're ten years older, and you really think you're competing with the younger people. There's no way in the world you're competing with them because you have all the experience. They're just getting started. You're looking in the wrong place for jobs. And if you don't believe that, send me an email or give me a call, and I'll explain to you how come you're looking in the wrong place. But because they got to get started, too. They're going to grow old just like you. You shouldn't not be looking at jobs that you did 10 or 15 years ago, regardless of how bad you get a job, how bad you need a job, because I know somebody's looking for you with all that experience so you can help all those others that don't have it. In most cases, it's just not knowing where to look. That's where we come in to help you. That's where all the other people come in. And the reason is because we got to look at you anyway. We see the real you. You only think who you you think who, who you think you are. We see who you really are. Anyway, so anyways, so when it comes down to interviewing, there are several questions. And I don't have time to go through all of them. You can go out and pick up any book. There's 25 or 30 general questions because everybody follows everybody else. Every now and then somebody asks you something that's not on the sheet. But, but, but in an interview, everybody's going to ask you who you are and what's your background. You need to tell them your background. You need to be very clear. They say, what is your background? They didn't, t- they didn't say anything about job. They said your background, which includes what's in your background. If they ask you what jobs you've had, then realize they didn't ask you about your credentials. They ask you about the jobs that you've had. If they want to know your credentials, they'll ask you about them. If they ask you about the, your credentials, then tell them your credentials. Don't tell them about jobs because they didn't ask about jobs. It's very important to understand language and what are people asking for. So most of us say things and nobody asks for it. I heard somebody the other day, somebody said, tell me your background. The person says, well, I got a four-year degree. And they're 40 years old. And that was all they said. The only question was, when did you get it? How old? What have you done in between? What have you done for the last 20 years? All that was missing. And the person wondered how come they moved on to the next person. So those types of questions, you need to make sure you listen and give the answer. If you're not sure, ask them to repeat it again. But the interview should be a conversation. It should not be one ask and one answer. It should be a conversation going back and forth where you ask questions and they ask questions. When you're not asked questions, that's a sign of maturity. It's also a sign of being a professional. It's a sign of understanding workplaces. You just answering questions, that's a sign that you haven't got there yet. So these types of things are the types of things that will lead you to the enjoyable employment. If you're an entrepreneur, you're going to be asking questions anyway because you need to find out what your customer needs. And you want to be listening. So entrepreneurs are forced to learn in many cases. Some don't learn, but they're forced to learn how to ask questions. 
because they're trying to find out how do they meet the customer's needs. If they can't meet the needs, how can they refer to somebody that can? And so your job is to find out what somebody's looking for, and the best way you can find out what they're looking for is when you tell them what you're looking for. And what you're looking for should be about you. It should not be about a job somebody else wants you to do. It should be about you so they can determine whether you're the right person that can do that job. So oftentimes our communication messes us up because I'm not sure who's teaching that. But, you know, so sometimes it's just not there. But this is are things that will get you what you want because somebody else wants your productivity. Somebody else wants you to be a happy employee. Once you understand that, you'll start going to do things you want to do because they're looking for that anyway. Because then they know their productivity's up because they have a happy worker instead of one who works that doesn't like what they're doing or doesn't know how to do it because they don't have the skills and abilities in the first place. Anyway, so... I want you to just think about that and go to as many job fairs as you can. Bring some resumes. I wouldn't give out a resume unless somebody asked you for it. That's a sign of maturity as well because if they want to know you, they'll ask you about you. If you want to know them, you'll ask them about them. If you walk away and they don't know who you are, why should they follow up with you? It's really just that simple. Why should they when your conversation didn't take place? So anyway, so go to as many as you can. What I want to know is the ones you went to where you were disappointed because we can help change that over the airways and we can help those politicians narrow down the word jobs into what jobs are they talking about? We can help them to narrow down even salary ranges in some cases so that you aren't going somewhere where they're looking for a top professional and you don't have the skills, abilities, and experience, or they're looking for an entry level and you are a top professional with skills, abilities, and experience. So you need to help them to clarify what is it that they're talking about so we serve you all better because that's what they're supposed to be doing in the first place, serving you so you can go serve them. Anyway, but that's, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And that's how you create opportunity. That's how you create what you want. That's how you get customers. That's how you get customers to come back. Because if you can't get customers to come back and they're giving out their dollars, why should we keep you hired? Maybe you don't understand what you're there for. So, and I just met with someone just recently. We talked about the lack of customer service just not knowing what customer service is anymore. And many of these companies, they rely so much on the technology, the customer gets lost through drop phone calls, transfer calls, voice messaging. There's no concern for walking the customer through something anymore. There's no concern to make sure the customer is appreciated because that's customer service. Many people got a title called customer service. They totally have no clue what the formal function of customer service is. And so we talked about that. You want to help those people to get into customer service because your job is to serve the other people as well. That's how you're going to keep your job. That's how you're going to, that's how you're going to be a happy employer, a happy employer and a happy employee. 
Anyway, so I'd like to just have you think about that. Anyway, our time is winding down a little bit, so I just want to make sure I've covered everything that I wanted to cover today. Um, I'm, I had said this is the only talk show that recognizes all individuals that make up our workforce that mainstream media doesn't recognize or doesn't talk about. And so in doing that, I want to do, we've already done shows for veterans. We've done a show in Spanish. I want to do a show with people from like Southeast Asia, people who are immigrants and Native Americans. If any of you know people out there, I'm going to build a show around that. So we make sure we recognize who makes up a workforce in this country so that we're not talking about them and telling them to go back where they came from. We recognize they belong here just as well as you do. And maybe some of you will recognize your own prejudice, your prejudices and greed because you're only looking out for you. But we're looking out for anybody who works a job. And just in case some of you don't know what a job is, I went to a play the other day and I saw people getting paid because they enjoy acting. I went to a concert, saw people playing instruments and getting paid because they enjoy playing instruments. I went to a circus and watched the clowns and other people. Because they had jobs doing what they enjoyed doing. and went to an art show and watched the artists. Some of you have no clue what the word job means. Some do. Because there are zillions of jobs out there, people looking for you to do them. That's where your God-given talents come into play. You already know what you're good at doing and like doing. You just don't know where to go put it. And I believe you all do. That's where all of us can help you. Because we're the ones that see you. We see your personality, how you look, your body language, how you sound, the way you treat other people. We see all of that in front of our eyes, and we make all of our decisions based on how well you do it. And so for all of you who believe you've done it by yourself, in many cases you are, and I can tell you that's a tough road to go. Many of you have been helped by a lot of people. You need to begin to recognize those that open doors for you. Anyway. That's how you create the opportunity. That's what we're here for, for you to create the opportune, the ideal job that you like to have instead of a job. Because I know it's possible even in today's time, in today's world, because the world's not going anywhere. We're just going to create more solutions to more problems. We all count. That's why you have a brain. It has something in it that helps to solve a problem for somebody. And I'm trying to get it out of you. So you go help people and we become a better species on this planet instead of the greedy ones that that guy Pete called and talked about. Because some of you are definitely on your way there. And some of you, not only is it greed, some of you are on your way back to racism, and, and some of you are on your way back to just thinking it's all about you. And hopefully I can do something to prevent all of that. There's plenty of space on this planet, and everybody's looking for solutions. And I know you got some. And so... I want to hear the ones that work to help all of us make some kind of contribution while we're here. Anyway, I want you to go do something this week. Go out and make something happen. Go try to find what you want. Go tell everybody. Call the show and share that so you can help others to believe that it can be done. And go do it your way because there's only one you. Any way you do something is your way. I want you to go share it and make it work. Because many of us know how we can do it our way. And just like in this song, go make it work your way. Yes, 
It was my 